often I will think of God and I will think, our God, my God, is the God who made the heavens and the earth. Is there anything too hard for him? It builds our faith so much to remember those things. And we can know that if we pray according to the will of God, our prayer will be answered. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. It's so easy for us, the elect of God, who have been chosen by God for salvation, because he gave us his Holy Spirit to live in us. It is not that we try to be godly or that we watch people who we think are godly and copy them or even that we read the Bible to try to be godly to see what to do to be godly. We are godly because the Spirit of God lives in us. We are godly. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? The Spirit who lives in us is the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus. He is the Spirit of truth. He is the Comforter. He will guide us into all truth. He will teach us all things. He reminds us of everything Jesus has said to us. And he shows us things to come. This is a mighty weapon and a mighty gift. The Spirit of God who lives in us. Jesus said in John fourteen twenty six, But the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. John sixteen thirteen. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. The Holy Spirit who lives in us, in us who are the elect of God, born again by his Spirit, created as children of God, by God, by the will of God, by His Spirit, searches the heart of God to reveal to us the will of God, 
in the specific issues of this life so we can go in a godly way. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 13. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him, but God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things to spiritual. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says to us, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. When we follow Jesus, we will find our life is even more abundant than we would have planned for ourselves. He often surprises us with that which he will guide us to do. I have many examples of this where he has caused me to have a much more abundant life than I would have ever planned for myself. In 2020, I was 81 years old at that time, I believe, and I had an old 25-year-old car. It needed to have new seats put in the front of the car. They were 25 years old. It was not comfortable to ride in a car because the seats needed to be rebuilt and repadded. I was standing there looking at my car thinking about this, thinking about having those seats fixed. And this is what I heard. Or you could just buy a new car. It's like I was struck with a bolt of lightning. That's right. I could buy a new car. I had just sold my house in Texas. The money was sitting in the bank. I could easily pay for a new car and have money left over. I could just buy a new car. Plus, I knew it was the Holy Spirit giving me this option. See, knowing that the Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to show me the will of God shows me that I can spend that money without fear of maybe needing that money in the future. When you have God's Word, that's all that matters. I just love a section of Scripture in Proverbs 21. 
It's at the end of the chapter, verse 30. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. So if you have his word, it doesn't matter what anyone else would say. It's safe to go the way you're shown by God. You can spend that money when you're shown by God that you could just buy a new car. You can spend that money and not be afraid of the future because God knows the past, present, and future. So if you have his word, you go forth in assurance of safety. There is no wisdom nor understanding nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. Whatever he shows you to do, it is safe for you to do it. We, the elect of God, have the Spirit of God living in us to search the heart of God to show us what to do in the issues pertaining to this life so we can go in the wisdom of God in full assurance. And there's no counsel against him. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. Safety is that word that God has given you in the matter at hand. And you will find when you do it, you have a more abundant life than you would have ever planned for yourself. As a new Christian, God showed me these scriptures that I have cited to you today about the Holy Spirit and the work he does for us. I focused on them with great delight daily for months and months and months and months, building that root system in myself, in my own heart, knowing what God would do for me, knowing how he worked in me. He will do for us exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that is in us, That power that's in us is the Holy Spirit who guides us into all truth, teaches us all things, reminds us of everything Jesus has said and shows us things to come. If you look at that passage of scripture in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. I've actually heard people say, well, but what is that power that works in us? It's the Holy Spirit who teaches us all things, guides us into all truth, reminds us of everything that Jesus has said and shows us things to come. That's a great power in us. Plus, it's godliness, for he will never take us in a way opposite to the way of God. The power that works in us is the Holy Spirit. Jesus told the disciples, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Why? Why would we be his witnesses? Because we follow the Holy Spirit saying what he brings to our mind and doing what he tells us to do. And when we do that, 
there is a great power loosed for the benefit of the elect of God. After I was born again, I was en route to Albuquerque, New Mexico to buy merchandise for my business in Dallas, which was an American Indian arts business. My cousin in Albuquerque was meeting me at the plane, and just at the moment that the plane touched down on the runway in Albuquerque, I heard, be baptized. So when Jean met me at the plane, I said to her, Jean, if you can set it up at church this afternoon, I'll be baptized. She said, but you've already been baptized. I said, yes, but I wasn't born again then, and I am now. She had attended Church of Christ her entire life from the time she was a baby. She was taken to church at Church of Christ. So even though she didn't understand what I was saying about being born again, she said, well, okay. So she set it up at that Church of Christ that afternoon for me to be baptized. And I I was really surprised because when we went in the building, about 15 of my relatives were sitting there to witness my being baptized. The preacher said to me, would you like to say anything? And I said, well, I guess. And I just started talking about that brought to my mind by the Holy Spirit, which I suspect was telling that I'd been baptized when I was 15, but I wasn't born again by the Spirit of God until now when I was 37. And now I've heard from God be baptized. So this is what I'm doing. As I spoke the words that I was given by the Holy Spirit. I noticed one of my cousins had a big smile on her face and she was shaking her head up and down. She understood what I was saying. My uncle was sitting there. He had tears in his eyes and was crying. The minister took me up to be baptized. As he lowered me into the water, the Holy Spirit said to me, This is like being buried with Christ. As I came out of the water, the Holy Spirit said to me, This is like being raised with Christ. When we got back downstairs, my uncle came to me, and he was still crying, and he said, I've never heard anything like you said today. Could you write that out for me and send it to me? I said, well, yeah, I guess so. When I got back to Dallas, I wrote it out and sent it to him. Later, years later, I realized my uncle was born again at the time I spoke those words that day that I was being baptized. As we follow God, great miracles happen because they're performed by God and not by our will. It just happens. It's like a rock being thrown in the water. What happens if you throw a rock in a pond? Ripples go every direction. When we follow God, speaking what he wants us to speak, doing what he tells us to do, the works of God go every direction. And we're not even aware of it sometimes. 
We, the elect of God, have the Spirit of God in us, and we follow what the Spirit of God tells us to do. And the works of God are done automatically. It is really such an easy thing because we're not trying to do anything. We're simply doing what we hear to do by the Spirit of God, doing what He brings to our mind, saying what He brings to our mind. When I was a new Christian in August 1975, I had just been born again a few weeks. I went across to a copy house to get some papers copied. As I was waiting for the copy machine, an elderly man came up to me and said, Little lady, you didn't happen to park behind that green and gold car out there, did you? I said, No, sir. And he said, That's a Baylor car. Baylor is a Baptist university in Texas, and their colors are green and gold. I said, yes, sir. He said, you don't happen to be born again, do you? I became very excited because I had just been born again a few weeks earlier. I said, oh, yes, I am. I am a Christian. And he said, oh, heck. I just joined the witnessing class at First Baptist Church. You are the first person I chose to witness to. This is not the way we learn to witness. That's a very fleshly approach to witnessing. Some people think they witness to God by telling which church they attend. The only thing you do by that is divide the body of Christ. That's what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3. He said, you're carnal, you're carnal, because some of you say, I am of Paul, and some of you say, I am of Apollos. Are ye not carnal, dividing the body of Christ? There's one body, one spirit. But the minute you say you're Baptist, or you're Catholic, or you're Church of Christ, the minute you say that, You divide the body of Christ. You're not witnessing to God. You're dividing the body of Christ. Now you can say, I'm a Christian. And you don't divide the body of Christ. The minute they say, what church do you go to? You divide the body of Christ. They're carnal or they wouldn't say that. We just say we are Christians. But... Basically, they'll know if you're a Christian because if you're a Christian, you're going to love the Word of God when they tell you stories of what God has done for them. When they tell you scriptures, you're going to love it. We know which are Christians, real Christians, which are born again. We know the people who are elect of God, for they follow the Spirit of God. Romans chapter 8 Verse 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. But those are the things God does for us by His Spirit. The power of God lives in us by His Spirit. As we follow His Spirit, the works of God 
come automatically. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.